0: Creation is beautiful. See what's happening this week with the pop culture. Hello and welcome to another special edition of Pop Culture Quintessentials with Cubed. I am Ruben Kiros. I am the solo member of Cube once again. Um, I know I said next episode would be with Jonathan and Jacob and we would all sit down and talk about the latest movie releases and the news. Um, But, I mean, I just felt like I wanted to get on here and vent. Because the news story that came out just a couple hours ago really grinded my gears the wrong way to the extent where I feel I cannot wait until the next recording of our podcast to talk about it because I am very passionate about what just went on here. Uh, first off, I do want to acknowledge uh, as of this recording, um, last night uh, sag After came to a deal with the AMPTP Putting an end to the actor strike after almost four months of that. And overall, get this six months of strikes in Hollywood. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. <laughs> Between the writer strike and the actor strike, it was a total of six months of uh, striking. So I'm very happy that this was finally resolved. And it does sound like the actors were able to make substantial gains in their contract negotiations. Now, the full details of this contract have not come out yet, but SAG did release a general summary of what was in this contract. Uh, The deal is apparently valued at a billion dollars. Yes, I said that correctly. Um, And it includes a streaming participation bonus uh, for the actors, above-pattern minimum compensation increases, Uh, substantial increases for their pension and healthcare, Uh, pay increases for all background actors, Uh, contract provisions protecting diverse communities within the acting community, and then major provisions for consent and compensation from AI technology, which was the big sticking point in the last few weeks because the studios tried a ghoulish tactic where they wanted to uh, get the actors to scan their likenesses for a one-time payment, and then they could use that image in perpetuity, and then... Uh, they could also use the image of dead actors without asking for permission from their estate or from SAG. Basically, the studios were trying to build an army of AI actors to eventually eliminate the need for actors at all, years down the road. So that was stopped, thankfully, and that was what was holding up, uh, these final days of negotiations. Uh, thankfully that all got ironed away, the studios didn't get away with that, uh... And we have a deal between the two sides. Um, it still needs to be voted on by the leadership of the union and then uh, voted on by the entire union and, uh, for them to, like, ratify the contract. Um, to use the actual technical term there, uh, with where the uh, full 160,000 members will vote uh, for the contract. But it's expected to pass all of that just because of all the substantial gains the contract has. So movie productions can start up again promotion uh for movies can start again so actors can talk about their movies again because if you haven't noticed they haven't been doing that for the last four months which is why some of these movies that are going to theaters kind of feel like they're coming out of nowhere it's because actors aren't out there talking about them that can happen again and actors can begin negotiating with studios once again for projects which means casting news um will start trickling out again Because that had stopped completely during the strikes. So once again, I am very pleased to report that the SAG strike after over 118 days is now over. With the actors coming out on top, in my opinion, because they were able to make substantial gains in all the high profile areas of interest they wanted. uh, Streaming residuals, background actor pay, AI, all big leaps and bounds during these contract negotiations and they were able to uh withstand the greedy greedy studio execs and all the ghoulish tactics they were trying including what was holding up the deal in the last few days as i said that stance on ai they were able to withstand all of that and walk away with a great deal which i think is a huge win overall and now we uh get movies entertainment back into production I'm sure we will talk about uh, the SAG strikes conclusion in more detail when we have the full gang on here again. Um, I also want to acknowledge something that also happened in the last few weeks, uh, Matthew Perry's passing um, with a terrible tragedy. I personally love watching clips and episodes of friends um, as a way of, you know, relieving stress and just, you know, trying to my, my form of escapism, as you will. Um, so I was very familiar with Matthew Perry's work on that show. Um, he provided me many laughs, many hours of entertainment, many hours of stress relief, and it's it's a bummer that he isn't here anymore. Um, I wanna send my condolences to his family and friends. It's tragedy, and words can't uh, fully encompass the breadth of this loss for. I guess everyone who found comfort in that show and comfort in the entertainment that Matthew Perry provided throughout his career. So, I did also want to acknowledge that at the top of this recording. So, you may be asking, why did I decide to, you know, sit down and start recording today? Well, that all came from a news story I saw from. My favorite, favorite, favorite studio, Warner Brothers Discovery. Um, yes, this involves my favorite executive, David Zaslav, and his continuing, continuing wild ride as a studio exec from his humble reality show beginnings. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I had to. I mean, I am just so enraged Um, on a broad level because of this. Not even because of, like, the implications of what happened by itself. I'm more pissed at the wider implications of what Zaslav decided to do here. So let's just get into it. So the news came out that David Zaslav has basically pulled another Batgirl with a movie. Um, This time with a movie that had completed filming, completed animation, completed music. The movie was done. They had spent $70 million to make it. Um, the movie was called Coyote vs. Acme. It was, it was based off a uh, New Yorker article by Ian Frazier. And when I say this movie was done, I mean this movie was done. This movie was sitting on a shelf for the past year. A finished movie. Um, was sitting on a shelf for a year because they refused to release it. Um, but then news came out of what the movie's fate was this afternoon. And this information that I am passing on to you right now all comes from uh, the Deadline article about uh, this movie's fate. So, um, what did David Zaslav and company decide to do here? Um, they decided that it was a good idea to just scrap this movie for a $30 million tax write-off. The movie costs $70 million to produce. Reminder, they are taking a loss. They are not going to even try to market and release the film. What makes this super egregious is that the movie is apparently good. Um, this is also coming from Deadline. Uh, Deadline is saying that the movie scored 14 points higher than typical family movies. Um, And it's not just Deadline, it's all over social media right now. People who have seen this movie are saying that it is outstanding, it is a well-made movie. Um, Some people are even comparing it to, like, the best live-action animation hybrid since Roger Rabbit. I don't know how true that was, obviously I won't know that, because I haven't seen this, and I probably never will. But this movie had really good test scores with audiences... Other creatives who saw it thought it was a good uh, movie. So why is Warner Brothers scrapping it? Why wouldn't they just sell it to a different service, you might ask? They just think that it is not worth the cost to release it theatrically themselves or to sell it to another buyer. Even though, get this, there were other parties who were interested in having it for their own service Amazon apparently was bidding on the movie, but and but you know, David Zaslav and company decided, eh, whatever, we're gonna just scrap it so we can have 30 million dollars in cash immediately on hand. Why does this upset me? It's not just because you know I'm a big Looney Tunes fan or anything. I mean, I am a big fan of these characters, but it's more about the principle and what this means overall. And the wider implications that this has on Hollywood and the creative community. And, I mean, that's what upsets me about this. And I'm going to try to avoid getting overly heated on here, but I am pretty heated. It's it's disgusting. It's disgusting behavior from a reality show mogul who has no idea how to make a movie that has creative value a tv show that's creative value least of all he has no effing idea how to run a movie studio that is based around making original creative products all he knows how to do is freaking manage reality television shows which only require finding really really scummy individuals and putting a camera in front of them that requires no creative thought No creative originality. David Zaslav's an unoriginal idiot who doesn't understand how to run a movie studio. For the third time, he's scrapping a movie that's completely done. Why? Because he doesn't know how to run a studio. He doesn't know how to effectively market a movie even if the movie is good. This movie was apparently good. But David Zaslav and his group of cronies that he brought over from uh, Discovery, uh, they don't know how to market a movie that doesn't already have a built-in audience or a built-in appeal. No, no, they need everything easy, everything spoon-fed to them. So when they're given a challenge like this, all they'll do is throw up their hands and say, Well, it's out of our hands. Let's get some money from the government instead of trying to market this movie. And, you know, trying to make money that way. Let's take the easy way out. Well, Never mind all the creatives that spent years of their lives. The director put out a statement. He spent three years of his life working on this. Uh, the director, David Green. Three years. And it's just flushed away today like it was nothing. That that investment made nothing, meant nothing. But, you know, I haven't even gotten to the juicier bits of this news. This movie that was... Supposed to to come out uh, originally this year, this summer, uh, before it got removed from the slate. uh, It was written, co-written, by, get this, James Gunn. Yes, the James Gunn who is now running DC for Warner Brothers. This was his baby. He also was a producer on it. And, get this, one of the stars of the movie was supposed to be John Cena, a.k.a. one of James Gunn's closest closest creative partners right now. So if those two, who are indispensable parts of the studio right now, because of Peacemaker, in the case of John Cena, which was the biggest HBO Max hit, and God knows that effing streaming service needs those hits, and you have James Gunn, who runs the division of, of DC at Warner Brothers. If those two who were involved, who are deeply involved at Warner Brothers right now can't get their own project saved, even though it is finished, finished, it was scored. The score was recorded. The animation was done. It was edited. It was a finished movie. If those two are unable to protect their movie, Who the hell at Warner Brothers has any hope of getting their projects made and released? I mean, that is what it comes down to. David Zaslav has basically made Warner Brothers an anti-creative environment. All he cares about is whatever is going to fill his pockets and what will help him eventually sell this company off for scraps and get a golden parachute. It is absolutely ridiculous. Alright, I did say I wasn't going to get overly heated, but obviously, I already broke that promise. Um, So I'm going to try to (laughs) keep going, keep it a little more low-key. But, I honestly, and I say this from the bottom of my heart, as a huge fan of James Gunn, and as a guy who's looking forward to seeing what he does with the DC Universe, and his Superman movie in particular... He needs to threaten to walk here. He absolutely does. Because someone needs to take a stand against Zazlav. Look, mind you. Will this movie be the God Potter if it's released? No. Is it a perfect movie that will get Oscar acclaim? No. But... Any creative deserves to have their work seen after they have put so much time and effort into it. And it's not just the director, David Green. It's all the animators who worked on it. All the craftspeople, all the crew, everyone. They deserve to be able to have their work out there so they can actually, you know, use it on their portfolio, share it with their families and friends, and have it be embraced by an audience. Whatever size that audience is. Look, I get it. Movies are killed in their infancy all the time before they are like rolling in front of cameras early in pre production. That happens all the time. And effort is put in by all those people before the movie even gets to the stage of production where cameras are rolling. But this is a different level. This was filmed, this was edited, there was music, there was animation that was done. The movie was finished, it was supposed to be released this past summer. This isn't right. It's not. It absolutely is not right. At this point, the movie is a realistic thing that is finished. It is done. It deserves to be out there at this point. Because it's in a releasable state. I mean, according to people online, it's beyond a releasable state. It's a great movie that is being buried because Warner Brothers Discovery is a lazy-ass company right now that doesn't want to put any effort into marketing something that they don't see as a guaranteed win. What does that say about David Zaslav's leadership? The type of leader that he is. The type of company environment he is creating. It has just become a freaking money grab at Warner Brothers. This studio that has a long and rich history of making outstanding original films is being sullied by this man. Who I despise with my every being. Because he is everything I hate in Hollywood. He is an executive who does not care at all about what his studio is making. Or the type of films his studio is making. He just cares about the almighty dollar. He can at least pretend to care like some of the other execs. And actually give creative control to filmmakers. But no. No, it's purely a money grab for him. I don't know why he pushed to buy this company in the first place. If this was how he was, if this was how he was going to run it, because he has no idea what he's doing. He has no conception of what it takes to run a movie studio. The day he is gone, I will get on this podcast and celebrate. David Zaslav is a blight on Hollywood, a blight on the creative community. It, it It's oh, it, I thought it was over, quite honestly. I thought the scrapping was over. I had gotten over it. I thought, okay, going forward, he's just gonna let all the creatives in his stable do what they're gonna they want, like want to do. I was like, I discounted it just as like merger, like scrappings. And I'm like, okay, whatever, it, it's a one time thing. But this tells me that David Zaslav is highly capable of doing this again and again if he finds that the final product that he shot is not something that he believes can be marketed. Um, erroneously, I would add, a good Looney Tunes movie is marketable. Those characters haven't had a revival in years. They absolutely are in the public conscience, and a good Looney Tunes movie could absolutely do gangbusters. So I that part of his logic is off as well. But I guess the wider point beyond this movie, beyond what he did with Batgirl, beyond what he did with Scoob, but beyond what he did with all those animated shows he pulled off of HBO Max way back in summer of last of 2022, last year, Um, beyond all of that. I mean, what's going to stop him from doing this again and again? There's nothing that's going to stop him from doing this again and again. He's just going to keep doing this because he gets away with it and he gets money from the government for not like even attempting to release his movies. He just sees it as an easy write-off. He's a soulless individual who doesn't care about the people who are putting work into making his creative products that he can then sell. To him, everything is just a product that he can sell. It didn't involve any work, no blood, sweat, and tears. He cares nothing about the individuals behind the camera. That may sound harsh, but that's what... Is blatantly obvious now that he has done this shit a third time and the fact that he did it to um, some individuals who he's currently working with on a hands-on manner. James Gunn is going to be making tons of movies for him for DC and he still couldn't give him this. He still couldn't release this finished movie. He still couldn't release it. Same thing goes with John Cena, who will be making more peace, Well, we assume we'll be making more Peacemaker. Who knows what will not get scrapped and not get scrapped at Wonder Brothers Discovery. That's my overall point. Why would you as a creative want to work at this studio right now when your work that could take years to make could be dropped at 1159 p.m.? The literal, not even the final hour, guys, the final minute this movie was done, it was edited, it was complete, and he still refused to release it himself or sell it to a different company because he found it easier just to get a tax write-off on the movie. I mean, absolutely abhorrent behavior from a studio exec, the worst studio exec I have seen in my lifetime. Um, the Again, the day he is gone, I am celebrating on here. I will pop champagne. Again, I implore. I mean, he's never going to hear this. He never will. But if James Gunn is out there and he somehow listens to this, I implore him for the sake of creativity at Warner Brothers and hell, wider Hollywood, because Hollywood's a copycat business. If this keeps working for Zazlav, it won't be long before Disney, Sony, Paramount, Universal, all those other studios are doing this and scrapping completely completed movies. If James Gunn somehow listens to this, I implore him, take a stand, threaten to walk. This cannot continue. This behavior needs to be pushed back on. It is ridiculous behavior that hurts the creative community. It's truly awful having your work just tossed away willy-nilly just because a studio exec doesn't want to market it doesn't want to put in that effort to have your work seen and i get that all these projects that he canceled were before he took over as head of the studio but again i have seen nothing no evidence that david zaslav has any sort of heart when it comes to creative works I am sure that he will one day do this to something he greenlit. He will, and then it'll seem like cognitive dissonance then, but he will still do it because he feels like, if he feels like it will save him that almighty dollar because that's all he cares about here. And again, Hollywood is a business at the end of the day. That almighty dollar does matter, but not to this degree. Not when you're, you know, throwing away, discarding the work of all the people who are involved in making a movie these these products deserve to be seen these films deserve to be seen after they have been completed after all that time and effort has gone in it is absolutely ridiculous again this is beyond Batgirl this is beyond Coyote versus Acme I mean it's just a couple movies who cares but it's more about the President David Zaslav setting. And it's creating a environment in Hollywood which, quite frankly, is completely reprehensible. It's creating an environment where these executives are going to treat the creatives like even more trash. We just had strikes that lasted six months that showed the executives don't value the creatives in- enough. I do not trust them not to keep doing this unless there is pushback. So, James... Mr. Gunn, if you're out there, you have to. For the sake of everyone at that studio, for the sake of anyone who will work for that studio in the future while Zazlav's at the head, you need to push back on this. Hope that he somehow decides to reverse his decision, even threaten to walk. Because quite frankly, James, the environment that Zazlav's created at Warner Brothers Discovery isn't even conducive for your work. How are you going to, uh, build a creative stable of filmmakers behind you if this is what the higher-ups are acting like no one's going to want to come to work for this company if they feel that their work can be discarded after they put years and years of work into it and their products are filmed edited everything their, their movies and tv shows are done and they're still scrapped because now because david zaslav realized oh i can save a quick buck that's all he... That's all. That's all he's going to do. And it's just so he can sell this company eventually. It's, he's using you all. It's ridiculous. There has to be some pushback here. Well, I have said my piece. Um, you know, I, I feel better. I I just needed to, to vent about this a little bit. Um, it's, it's just something I'm passionate about. Because I love films. I love movies. I love the creative arts. And I feel what David Zaslav is doing is putting all that at risk because he is treating it haphazardly and not giving it the worth it deserves. I know it's the business, but he needs to appreciate all the time and effort that people put in to finish these films and television shows. They're not just mindless products, David Zaslav. They are um, creative outputs for people. People put their hearts and souls into these things. People put their passions and their hopes, their aspirations, into what they're producing for you. It's not just dispensable product that can be willy-nilly tossed away at your whims. It shouldn't be. There is value in the creative arts. There is value... In everyone who works on one of these projects. And to have all that work put in. All that passion. All that sweat. Sometimes blood. Let's be real. uh, Put into these things. And to just have all that discredited by you. Is disgusting sir. You are an awful human being. A soulless ghoul. Uh, I mean take your pick. I I could keep going with synonyms but... Yeah, reprehensible, reprehensible behavior out of Warner Bros. Discovery. Um, This new regime cannot be gone soon enough. Well, that's it. Uh, That's all I wanted to uh, talk about here. Uh, We'll be back again, hopefully. uh, I I don't want to make any promises, but hopefully early next week with the full crew and a full episode talking about all those movies we have watched since uh the last episode in the middle of october thanks if you listened in into this rant this ruben rant uh it's just something i needed to get off my chest um thanks for tuning in all right